All right, everybody. Hello and welcome to a very special, so special live edition. Live. What is the biggest animal you have ever killed? I'm Marty. And I'm Jonathan. And this is the show where we ask people to dig deep, look inside, and ask yourself, would you kill a living creature? And if so, how, when would you stop? Probably when it's dead. Oh, yes. Oh, there it is. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> there it is. Uh, well, please welcome our guest today, uh, Violet Gray, an expert in, uh, yeah, uh, thank you. Sorry. Yeah. yeah, this is also a live show. Uh, yeah, audience, give audience. yourselves a hand. Yeah. Thank you. Audience, yeah. bring it up today. We are recording live from the Baltimore Podcast Festival, the third annual Baltimore Podcast Festival. Wait, what? Yeah. There was there was the third one? This is the third one. There was a first one? The, I think that follows, yeah. Damn, we weren't invited to the first one. That's not true. <laughs> we didn't we didn't go. Were we invited though? I listened to some podcasts. There was one that sounded very similar to ours, but it was not us. Oh shit. All right. Yeah. Uh think, numbers don't add think up. Think about that. Um but while we think about that, let's let's think about this. Uh Violet how does one become an expert in big game hunting? Well, um, first you have to get your associate's degree in small game hunting. Mm. Um, then you have to get your bachelor's in medium game hunting. Yeah. Okay. And then, if you, just if you want to progress, you can, you can make money off your degree then. Absolutely, but if yeah. you want to get a job with a big game hunting company, mm. you then have to go get your... Uh, your PhD. Yeah. Oh, I'm hunting. sorry. It is Dr. Violet. Yes. Oh, yes. I'm, oh a, I'm a doctor of big game oh hunting. God. Gosh, I'm so, I'm so sorry. Jonathan does all of the pre-notes before the oh show. And I, I definitely did not write I hate to throw him under the, the bus, but we, we normally get it, full titles. It, it's fine. It almost never comes up. When you, when you see the DR, you think drive. And I thought we needed to I provide transportation. I think that's pretty contextual. Like, but but a lot of people don't know that some of their famous, some of the most famous people have my degree, my doctor in big game hunting, like um, Dr. Dre. Oh, oh. that's where that's I got actually it. is. Dr. Dre, PhD in big, big game hunting. Yes, yeah. in big game hunting. That's uh, why he found M and M. That would be like you would follow uh, PhD yes, BGH. Yes, it's a PhD BGH. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah. So. Um, I mean, that, I think that follows why we haven't met very many. On this show, uh, most of our guests have, have stopped, you know, at um, maybe they hit a deer and they're feeling really bad about it, and, like, that's the biggest animal they've killed. Well, also, um, I'm an anomaly in that I'm, like, most people with a doctorate in big game hunting mm. go to where the game is, and I'm the only uh, PhD, BGH, mm -hmm. in northwest Baltimore. Um, mm -hmm. And there's not a there's not a lot of big game hunting to be no. had on North Avenue. Right. But I assume um, the small game is very Oh my gosh. Important. Uh, yeah, if you like if you go to the Hamden neighborhood, oh. the rats there Ooh. are they technically count as small game, but pure weight, they're like medium. Medium. Oh yeah. Okay. okay. 
Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm interested about this. Now, lo looking up your, uh, your work, I see that one of your early theses, I'm guessing this was a master's thesis, was on trying to reclassify the Hamden rats as medium-sized game. Yeah, as a general rule, if, uh, if you can uh, see a rodent's facial expressions... Mm -hmm. <laughs> Without, un like, unaided by un equipment. Unaided. Yeah. Um, yes. If you can see a rodent's facial expressions, then it's large enough to count as a medium. Oh, that makes sense. Um, yeah, and like if um, they were a little bit smaller, they would have been in the Princess Bride. And um, uh, right, uh, right, where they would have been classified as of an unusual size. Yes, yes, for that for that area, not in Baltimore. Right, in Hamden, that would we, just we be, just call them rats. Yeah, usual size, regular, not worth remarking, really. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, well, that's wonderful, and uh, hmm. I'm so happy that Baltimore has our own resident expert in big game hunting. Yeah, I pretty much have the industry to myself here. That's uh, perfect. Yeah, that's, that's excellent. Although that also means, um, you know, they say in, in business it's important to have competition so that you know that you have a market as well, that you have people out there. Uh, do you have trouble, um, oh, I almost used the phrase hunting down clients. That's, no, that's, that's not appropriate. That's too um, big game. Do you... Too much of Actually, movie. now that I've brought that up, and I hope this is not a, too delicate of a topic, have you ever hunted humans? Wow. Um, <laughs> not in a professional capacity. Okay. Um, Vacation? Yeah, you know, sometimes you'll, like, do things for fun. Okay. Uh, sometimes I'll, I'll go down to... Uh, down to Pittsburgh. You know. oh, so I was, I am so happy you said that because when I thought, because I know Marty just stopped asking the question, but when you have competition, my assumption would be Pittsburgh. Yeah, yeah, mm. exactly. We are rivals in every sense, I guess. Yeah, it, it, it's true. Um, but uh, they're, 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 they do suffer a handicap in that they're not as good, but... Um, it's 100% true. <laughs> They're just not. God, we could talk about this for hours. Let's mm. shit no well, Pittsburgh. But but before we do, I I have to ask, and I I read this short story as as I think many people did in school. Um, are humans the most dangerous game? Is that true? Um, no, no, no. Oh. They're not the most dangerous game. Uh, the most dangerous game are actually uh, this. Oh, this is actually the getting into the later part of my PhD. Okay. Oh, nice. Um, microorganisms. Oh, uh, Hunting yes. microorganisms. Uh, they are the most dangerous game because mm -hmm. they're very hard to spot. Right. Um, and they're also very hard to like, like even if you just have like a showpiece, like mm. I have a 15 point paramecium that I just hunted. Right. And, uh, Right, and you you've, have do, to, you've done the hard work. Like, you've yeah, you counted those flagella. Yeah, you have to display them in a way that, that a visitor can see them. So you have to have a giant microscopic lens mm. on the plaque next to the paramecium. Yeah, you know, that's, that's not something we get to talk a lot about on this show. Usually people are deeply ashamed of what they've killed and uh, would rather not talk about it. It's more of a confessional. Mm -hmm. uh, so when it comes to your big game hunting uh, career, uh, like how important is it to to do that presentation to to take the the remains of your your kill and and put it on display well um it helps having a uh, a cold killer's mind mm -hmm. um, <laughs> hmm. calculated I mean, it's it's usually seen as as a drawback when you're when you're interacting with the rest of society but society is okay if they if you find an outlet for it 
Um, but yeah, it's, it's important to display things properly, not yeah. just okay. to say, look what I killed, but to preserve what it looks like for people who don't get the opportunity to go out and murder things themselves. Mm -hmm. it, it's, it sounds a little bit like you do your own taxidermy, is that true? I do, I am not good. Oh, you're you're not good. I am. I'm terrible. But do you can't be do you great do it everything. out of like the love of the sport, or is it is it difficult to find a taxidermist to work with? Well, the thing is, taxidermy is a skill, and like most professions, those people demand to be paid. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. um, I I have a I have a a corset habit to support, uh -huh. and uh, and so I'm forced to cut corners. Okay in ways that absolutely matter to my job. Right. All right. And is it true that you then literally cut corners when you're, I don't know, like preparing the skin? Well, you know, I mean, not all creatures need all their limbs. Like, Certainly so once they're example, dead, I guess, yeah. A lot of people don't know this, but the kangaroo, the way its hip bones are made, kangaroos have to hop. And so oh. they can't, Kangaroos actually cannot move their legs independently. They have to hop. So wow. um, I figure if I just trim off one leg, people get the general idea. Because mm -hmm. the, the other leg's going to do the exact same. The other leg just does that. They know. Yeah. That's fascinating. Cause, and actually, I, I feel like you know, working with perspective, you have a lot to work with there as well. Yeah, I draw a lot of inspiration from Pablo Picasso. Mm -hmm. um, I'll admit some people see my animals, they don't get it. They're like, why are two eyes on the same side of the head? But um, the, the shotgun you used. Oh, yeah, if you use a powerful enough shotgun, yeah, that will definitely happen. Um, but yeah, I get, in, I get into the weeds, sort of, and a more esoteric, more artistic expression right. with the way I mount big game sometimes. When looking at some of the pictures in your Instagram, I see that um, you, you actually seem to hide a lot of them in the weeds. Uh, yes, yes. Well. I feel like in a natural habitat, some of the game I hunt would stalk you. And so I like for mm. people to, when people come to visit, I like them to be terrified because that's an authentic expression. Right. So I won't necessarily mount a, a Bengal tiger's head on a plaque. I'll just it. stuff it in its entirety and put it at a corner that rounds onto my street mm. so that when they turn the, ah! Right. Watch out. Because that's a more realistic. That's what you would do if some if a Bengal tiger was at a midfield right. neighborhood. That doesn't. Yeah. That, why yeah. is it here? Did it escape from the zoo? Why isn't mm -hmm. it on the news? Do I need to call someone? Is it looking at me? It's looking at me. Yeah. It's a, yeah. yeah. Just a PSA. If you see a Bengal tiger in, in in Baltimore, just call the authorities. Now I. It will eat someone. I I have I've and been get sick, which oh is no. why. I, I, oh, that's true, yeah. I've been struggling to stay in college, and now that I know that I can get a doctorate in big game hunting in the process, I'm just wondering if, if you can help me. Uh, when, I, when I house sit, I do a really bad job at the plants. Okay. Um, and so for the most part, I'm an awful, well, I'm, I'm awful at house sitting. Don't hire me. But I killed all the plants. That so reminds me, that, Jonathan, I'm, I'm going to be out of town next weekend. Can you check in on the cat? Yeah, I'm good with Maki. Okay, I don't want to, I don't want to pay for it though, given what you just said. <laughs> well, as long as you're not worried about your plants, but I'm just wondering if the plant situation, if that falls under small game, medium game. Um, I've never really gotten, I haven't lost any trees outside, so I, I would consider that big game. But like, do you think I could get like an AA in? Well, I'm sorry. Is is the question? Can you? 
can you consider killing something through negligence to be hunting it? Um, if you if you track it down and then forget about it and it somehow dies, I guess so. Uh, a more pressing matter is... Uh, That's really good news for you, Jonathan. I mean, I'm aware that there's plants and I'm aware that I'd rather water my hole than water their holes. Well, the biggest, the biggest obstacle there is that uh, most game isn't, isn't stationary. Um, okay. I think by definition, game has to move. Uh, if you're, if you're hunting oh, that's, plants... That's really bad news for you, Jonathan. That counts as, uh, as pruning. Okay. Yeah, or like just gardening, but... What if it's really windy? Um, so like the... Oh, so, the, so like the leaves Maybe the plant is, is being moved. Maybe it has no volition. Yeah, it, it, it really needs to uh, move more than that. Okay. And if the plant's actually moving across the... That was never meant for college. It's fine. Yeah. We'll move on. Okay. Quail. Yeah, college isn't for everyone mom um yeah dad college isn't for everyone yeah it's 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 just that with me personally it was a degree that i was pressured into because that's what my mom had her degree in and my oh. family business had her okay. degree in. Yeah. yeah um well I, I mean i'm sure you have some complicated feelings about that but you well, yeah, you are carrying on a family tradition yeah I'm, I'm i'm still trying to get out of my mother's shadow because apparently she was the best doctor game hunter uh the field had ever seen mm-hmm. um yet they've been looking very long time for the last mastodon but it's i grew up with it it's in my uh it's in my living room oh yeah she found it didn't tell anyone and just killed it and brought it home and, uh, I feel like that's a thing. Like, if it's on the endangered species list, you're not going to be like, hey, everybody, I did it. Gone. Right. You know, you're just going to yeah. be like, shh, just come visit it. Yeah, yeah. In, in addition to being brilliant, she's also, she's also awful. And, okay. um, and you need those two things to mm-hmm. pull that feat off. You need to be able to spot, track down a mastodon, mm-hmm. and be a terrible person. Yeah, I think I think that's important when it comes to legacy, both in terms of creating one of her own, uh, allowing, uh, well, not allowing, forcing her daughter to carry on the family tradition, mm-hmm. and in terms of ending a legacy by killing off the last mammoth. Yeah, yeah, she she really brought it full circle. Wow. What you you brought up earlier that having to pay somebody to do taxidermy, like that's not anywhere that you could possibly like in, afford to do. But like, what do you do for money? Like, what is that process? Is it jerky? Oh, jerky is a big part of it. Um, I I give jerky seminars. Oh. Uh, Did you know that it's possible to make jerky with a box fan? Yes. Uh, I saw that. that. (laughs) Wait, you you knew that? So I've I've watched YouTube videos where I've seen people actually like dry out their their uh, their jerky on. Maybe not a box fan, but it was like air filters. Yes, and you dry it out. You put the air filter on a box fan. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, certain people like to uh, marinate the meat in a special uh, jerky ooze. And, um, jerky ooze. Yeah. Uh, and then you take it out and you put it on a box fan. And uh, I sell that a lot. Okay. That's, a, that's a part of my big game hunting. Um, I, I give pieces to museums. 
a lot. Mm. Okay. Like I'll I'll murder an animal and it's like, hey, Smithsonian, I have this animal I just killed. Got it. And they're like, yeah. well, we want to hang that thing. <laughs> Terrify some children. And um, and I guess you have to give them instructions on like maybe obscure the back haunches because there's only one leg back there now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They have a lot of pieces that it looks like it's coming out of the wall because the back half doesn't right. exist anymore. Yeah. Maybe put it in a, a pilot's outfit so that the air and space could have some animals. Well, yeah. One thing that's big these days is a, is a dead animal cosplay. Oh. Um, sometimes I'll, I'll dress a lion up like Naruto or... Wow, that went a different direction than I thought it was going to go. What, do you think that, the, you know, that they were going to just cosplay as other animals? I thought that there were going to be humans that were cosplaying as dead animals. That, that is a thing, that's that just not thing. what yeah, I'm involved in. Not. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Uh, well, we, uh, we are getting close to time uh, for our interview here, Violet, uh, I'm sorry to say, but... Um, Do- if Doctor. Oh, excuse me, Doctor. Uh, Doctor Violet Gray, PhD in uh, BGH. If there is uh, one piece of advice you could give to someone who is thinking about jumping into big game hunting, uh, what would it be? Well, I think it was maybe... 10, maybe 11 years ago, that uh, Vice President Dick Cheney was hunting and he shot a guy in the face. And so if I could give any advice to anyone listening, it would be to not shoot people in the face. Unless you're willing to finish the job. By accident. By don't, accident. don't do it by accident. If that's, I mean, whatever, that's your business. Right. But if you're trying to hunt big game, um, uh, it'll ruin your day when you shoot someone else in the face. So try to do that. As, keep it down to at least just once maximum per session, um, and you'll you'll be okay. I like that. You know, I've been I've been uh, Jonathan. We've talked. Does that about mean this. that I don't have to wear that orange mask anymore? Uh, yeah, yeah. Awesome. You hear I mean, that? Yeah. Okay. It would, it would terrify. It's good. I've been um, I've been trying to start my day with more intentionality, and I think intentionality. Well, is that's good be to know because the five times I've had to jump into the bush while you're attacking, mm. uh, what you claim to be the bird that's always gotten away. Yeah. I'm beginning to think I'm the bird that has always gotten away. Oh, that's him. You're okay. learning, Jonathan. You see further than you did before. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, Violet, um, thank you so much for, for your time and expertise today. Uh, before we let you go, would you mind sticking around and, and playing a game with us? Sure. Awesome. That means it's time for everybody's favorite game out there, You Got Game. You, you, you Got Game. Uh, now, because this is a live show and we have all of these wonderful people here. Uh, There's like 700 people. They're Listen all... to them. They're so polite. We got a fuck yeah. Nice. Won't have to bleep that later. <laughs> You're the fan. <laughs> I don't know. All right. You're the editor. Uh, well, we, normally we would ask people to write in uh, with questions on our website, wehaveToask.com, yeah. or on our Twitter or Facebook at We Have to Ask. And hey, please go do that uh, if you're listening to this now and you're not at our live show. But because no, all of these... No, fuck you. Oh, yeah? We've been, we've been promoting this you're gonna... for the last two weeks. You're going to have to bleep that one. You should have been here with these other 700 people. All right, fair point. Uh, well, to the rest of you who have not unsubscribed and stopped listening, 
please, please tune in for uh, some of these live listener questions. Uh, Jonathan, yes. what are our lovely audience members going to be asking our expert and so, our panel? Uh, it's, it's that wonderful time of year where we're getting close to Halloween, Thanksgiving, and Christmas. And it, that's ample time to get all those animals that are hibernating. So we're just wondering, uh, we're going to ask you, and if you have a question about it, like, what are those animals that you've been trying to get recently as the weather's getting a little bit cooler? What, what, what is that animal that has gotten away from you? What's that bird that keeps getting away from you? Yeah, so if you anybody? have anything, you can come up. It doesn't have to be a bird. Oh, come, come, come on up. Come on yeah. up, sir. Yeah. Let's give Look him a at, hand. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. If, if you could just tell us your name and, uh, yeah, what's what's that game that's been uh, been thwarting you and uh, why? Uh, my name is Alan Peterson. And Hi, Alan. Hi. Thank you for doing this wonderful live show in front of all these people. Um, I would want to know any tips on the elusive armadillo. Hmm. Oh, yeah. Um, Fun fact about the armadillo is that the armadillo can reach top speeds of twos, sometimes three, sometimes four miles per hour. Fast. Um, so if I'm if I'm armadillo hunting, basically what I like to do is I just like to walk over and just like pick it up and put it in my purse. <laughs> yeah. If you don't have a purse, just pop the trunk of your car and put it in there. Nice. Okay. So yeah, don't there be afraid. Approach that armadillo. Um, and I think if you scare it a little bit, it'll get into a ball, and then it's easier to pick up. Then you could just roll it. Yeah, just roll it. Oh, here we go. Another. All right, we have another one. Ooh, had to get through about 15 rows. Hi, how you doing? Uh, Hi. I'm, I'm, I'm Chris. Hi, Chris. Uh, Hi, Chris. I've been trying to catch uh, a sloth for a very, very long time now. Um, I can't seem to find any around Baltimore. I've gone to Philly, New York. Cannot find any of them there. Uh, I was wondering if maybe you could help me, you know, locate one. Um, if you want to catch a sloth, the most, the, the nearest way, the nearest place to do sloth hunting is at the Baltimore Zoo. Mm, um, yeah. They have security. They're frowned upon. So you're going to have to, you might have to fight your way through them. But if you manage to do that, the sloths themselves are, uh, they're, they're, they can be really aggressive, like, eventually. So um, it sounds like similar advice, though, uh, for yeah, the armadillo. Yeah. Like, yeah. Just, just approach it quickly. Yeah, it's, pop it's, the trunk. It's almost the exact same advice, except take lettuce. Two toe or three toe? Which are which are easier? Um, well, the three toed sloth, uh, they uh, they they often have um, diabetes, <laughs> so you would have to test that. You would have to uh, tempt them with a different snack. Yeah, then, they're gonna yeah. they're gonna go the sugar free. So you're yeah. gonna want to bring something else. Also, um, three-toed sloths tend to be libertarian. So uh, if you just bring up taxes, they'll get so distracted with their rage they won't notice that you're putting oh, them. Oh, that's in. excellent. And, and my suggestion, just real quick, buy a full bodysuit to sort of acclimate yourself to the system. Yeah. All right, and we have one more question here. Uh, what is your name and what is your game? Uh, <laughs> my name is Mike. Hi, Mike. Hi. I'm from Baltimore. Yeah, excellent. Sorry about um, that. Yeah, and uh, I have a question about, I know it's not really a big game, but it's a, a kind of a smaller game, is squirrels. I can't catch a squirrel, so. Oh, okay. oh that's. Hmm. Yeah, they are quick. They're, they're abundant, but fast. Well, um, this is going to sound pretty straightforward, but you ever seen cartoon drawings of a trap that's basically a box that's being held up <laughs> with a stick? 
Yeah, I always thought that was just kind of a cartoonist shorthand. No, it actually works. Um, wow. A lot of people don't know, know that squirrels are sexually active, so you just put like some porn under the box. Oh. That does not surprise me. Yeah, yeah. But that would, that would explain why there's always porn in woods. Yeah, squirrels are actual natural uh, thoughts. So, um. My father blamed me for years about all that pornography that was in that stump. Yeah, yeah. Just the fucking squirrels. Yeah, yeah. Um, actually, one of them is the editor-in-chief of Hustler magazine. Um, <laughs> That is they, a good they get really for a works squirrel. The, yeah, they work their way into the industry with, yeah. with, no, with no thumbs or um, no sense of language. Right. So. There you go. Publishing, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, all right. Well, thank you all for all your questions. Yeah, thank thank you, you, Mike, Chris, and Alan. Uh, yeah, everybody give a hand. Uh, and thank you so much, Violet, for being here today. Uh, where can folks find you if they wanted to, um, A, ask you questions about big game hunting, but, uh, you know, or where you perform in and around the area? Um, they can find me at phdbgh.com slash Baltimore. Um, and they can also find me on the Laugh Finder podcast mm -hmm. where... I, I dungeon master for an all stand-up comics game of D&D. And for those of you who don't know what that is, uh, it's basically big game hunting for creatures that aren't real. And It's a good way to get your foot into the door. Yes. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, well, um, thanks everybody here for listening. Thanks. Give yourselves one more round of applause. Do, before we... Do we want to do our giveaway on, on the show, or do you just want to do it later? Uh, if you think we can do it now, let's do it now. We got some time. All right. You do this. I'll do I'll... this while Jonathan prepares for a fantastic giveaway that we'll talk about soon. Uh, before we go, we'd like to thank the Baltimore Improv Group and their staff for having us. Uh, thanks to Jonathan for his recording assistant setting this up today. That was me. That's, me. That's this guy. Uh, thanks so much to Trip for putting on this wonderful podcast festival. Third year running, now up to three venues. You're a menace. Uh, it's wonderful. And uh, thanks, thanks to all of you Trip. for listening out there. Uh, while Jonathan digs in here, uh, we just want to say uh, thanks for all of your listens and your reviews. Please keep those coming in. If you uh, find, us, uh, find yourself on Apple Podcasts and you see our podcast, give us a review. Uh, those four and five star reviews help people find the show. Uh, same with Stitcher, I guess, or like any podcast directory. Just like find a podcast directory and give us a rating and a review. I think that's cool. Maybe start your own. If you, uh, if you don't want to use the ones that exist. And, uh, oh, Jonathan has here a, a delightful stuffed Pikachu doll that we, uh, we went to Japan ourselves to find. We did not kill this one. We did not kill this Pikachu, but it is from Japan. That's good. They're dangerous. They can shock you. Should I sign it as well? Yeah. You kind of okay. took up all the space here. So well, I wanted to do the bottom. You could do the top. I'm going to do the actual so bottom, we, like the rear. We finally hit 100 people uh, likes on our uh, Facebook page. So Woo. thanks to everybody who did that, which is odd because there's 700 people in the audience and only 100 people uh, that oh, liked us. So y'all wow. have a job to do tonight. I mean, don't, don't send them all to the internet at once. You might crash the internet. Everyone take turns. Check um, in with your neighbor. However, we have all the names cut out and put into here. And Marty's going to pick out a name. Or should I go? You know, I'm going to go ask the lady who kindly stayed here who didn't know what the heck she was getting into. Oh, yeah. Uh, the one. 699 of our audience knew what they were getting into. We want to thank the one who Jonathan was like, please don't leave. All right. We got a name being drawn now. 
Oh, yes! What do we got, Jonathan? I'm so happy. This is going to Sean Lada. Oh, my goodness. Yes. All right. He is not here. But yes, if everyone could Look at that. give Look a at shout that. for Sean Lada. Sean Lada. So good. So, Sean, uh, find us. We will have your prize for you. We're so glad you listened to the show and you clicked like on our Facebook page. Uh, if Hey, maybe we'll uh, do another one of these when we get to 200. You don't know. So just keep keep liking our Facebook page. Do it over and over. Maybe early the Pikachu will get bigger. Oh, I don't know. Maybe oh, with you, Violet's help, we can find a larger said, one. You signed the butt. I sure did. Just wanted to make sure everybody heard that. Drew, already signed the book. I drew a little anus mm. there for you, too. Uh, excellent. So, folks, thanks so much for listening. We would not do the show without you. This has been another episode of What is the Biggest Animal You Have Ever Killed? I'm Marty. And I'm Jonathan. And as always, just the mosquito that was on my leg. See y'all next time. This has been another episode of What is the Biggest Animal You Have Ever Killed? We'd like to thank our producers, Amy and Here Be Lobsters. And thanks to Skies and Chaos for our theme song, New Day. Check them out on iTunes. And while you're there, check us out as well. If you're already a subscriber, give us a rating and a review. It really helps. Join the discussion online at wehaveToask.com or on Facebook or Twitter at We Have to Ask. And don't forget to check out the other podcasts on the Peaksloth Network at Peaksloth.com. And also a big shout out to Trip Lano of Dissecting the 80s for running the Baltimore Podcast Festival. It was a really good time. I hope you all invite us back, Trip. Hey, this is Chris. And this is Joe from the Curioso Podcast. You are currently listening to We Have to Ask. We have to ask? I gotta be honest with you, I'm not sure what the hell is going on. So we have to ask. I, I, I've tried to ask, you and I, I haven't gotten any answers. How many times has this happened to you? I just want to listen to a podcast. I can't choose from all these complicated structures and setups. You want to listen, not think. That's why there's Hobo Radio. You'll feel like the smartest guy in the room in a room by yourself. This doesn't take any intellectual thinking at all. Thanks, Hobo Radio. Hobo Radio, a weekly podcast on the Peak Sloth Podcast Network.